Good morning, good evening, tequila, and welcome to Who the Hell Are You? Who the Hell Are You? Who the Hell Are You? Hi, Kiva! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you're back for another season. Season four is rolling along nicely, Rob. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's fantastical. It has been kind of a roller coaster, but I'm now used to it. We're going to get right in on this today. We're not going to waste any time. We're going in on a little unknown no, gamble and huff production. Well, I think I'm ready now. Everybody out on the floor. So we're not, we haven't gotten quite past the hook yet, but soon we'll hear who this is. That's right, don't forget, guys. You never forget. <laughs> nice. gentlemen this is get down get funky get loose by somebody named chilla frost f-r-a-u-s-t-e frost is that a german (laughs) wow i know nothing that reeks of like there's a german artist named chilla frost and the american artist like well then i'm taking chilla frost yeah well we had a german hip-hop artist a couple seasons ago he was like DJ Kraftwerk? Yeah, yeah. Hasselhoff. DJ Hasselhoff Kraftwerk? <laughs> no, he was just some old German artist that decided that, oh, hip-hop is an art form now, and I'm going to jump in. There, hey. All I need is someone to go. Yeah. <laughs> I need an NPC, an FSR 16, and a turntable. Make this work. His heart into it. Yeah. <laughs> That's my NPC. Ready? Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is what you would have heard in the late 80s, before hip-hop sort of got out of that, um, I don't know, it's, it's primitive era. It, it, I felt like a lot of 80s hip-hop, and that song was a good example, a little more frantic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very super upbeat. Very upbeat, and there's like a lot going on, and I feel like then we got into the 90s, and they started, let's slow it down, let's make it sparse. Yeah, let's hold... Hold that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Rob, I have to introduce a semi-new segment. Man, the segments keep coming. New ones. It's the retraction segment. Oh, oh. Last week, Rob, I made a statement about hysteria and hysterectomy. And you were very offended because I said, hey, when women became hysteric, they just took out their parts. But, Rob, I was wrong. I I somehow... (laughs) I somehow confuse that with 
a lobotomy where they take out your brain if if you're being also yeah. somewhat hysterical in ways. But the cure for hysteria was, shall we say, pelvic manipulation. Oh, okay. The doctor would have to do it, though, of course. Of course. Right. Because you can't be yourself. And (laughs) that was was the cure. That was a good dramatic pull-in. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't want to have to add in the bells and whistles later. Like, take the (laughs) wee-wee-oo. Wow. So anyway, hysteria in in especially you know eighteen early nineteen hundreds, uh, the cure was a little um, pleasure. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. that was that was the cure. You know, ladies. And, his, and hysteria later was a little cure by a certain <laughs> band called Def Leppard. That's right. Well, good retraction though. That's why. Nice recovery. Yeah, I had I had no, to set no, the record did, straight because right I know thing. somebody was listening to that and they're like, that didn't happen. Yeah, no. And I'm like, yeah, that didn't happen. And they took right to Craigslist message board and right. If, lambasted if, if we us. had an audience that actually, you know, w- wanted to uh, object, we haven't heard it yet. Yeah. So, but if they would like to, it's a who the hell are you podcast at yahoo.com or who the hell are you podcast on Instagram. That's right. Send us a, send us a nasty message. It's easy to remember. That's right. Ooh, a good Chicago band. This is the real Frost. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Frost. Frost. This is Frost. The Frost from the Chicago. Local King of Chicago, Milwaukee. Yeah, this is Chicago Records right here, I'm I assuming. I'm just, I'm just drawing reference to the uh, oh the Home Alone band. Yeah, the John Candy, <laughs> the John Candy Home Alone band. You know, he had a hit, Polka, Polka, Polka. Yeah. <laughs> Polka all night. <laughs> We haven't had a polka record in a while, Rob, and I found this yesterday or two days ago in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Fun. Which I'm, I find it interesting that you don't find more polka records around here, only because of the the rich history of Philadelphia and its and the mummers and all that, which well, is all pretty polka. You're right. You do find a lot of string band records yeah. in the Philadelphia trip, but Baltimore has a really, I think it has a bigger Polish population because when I was a kid. We would drive around, if we were driving around on like a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. 9 a.m. something, yeah. we'd always find the station that would be like all polka. We'd be like, that was John Tazarian with the, the Whitperwill polka. And now we're going to get on. And it was so cool just to be like, you never heard any of that on no. the radio. But it was a huge thing. It was the original party machine. And look at this record, Rob. It, it, it is... Oh. It is not on a major label. It's on Chicago Records. Tell us who we're listening to, Rob. It's the high notes in hi-fi. Mm, I, I always need my music in hi-fi. I love that they call themselves that, though. And they're the high notes, H-I. Like, high notes. So, sweet, sweet accordion. Oh, yeah, there it is. That is the... This is the Johnny B. Good of polkas right here. Yeah. This is what you expect to hear when you hear a polka right now. Ladies and gentlemen, you'll see the Johnny B. Good of polkas. Because they would get like really, like you would reel and you'd hold hands and you'd have that sort of, what's that effect? Centrifugal force? Yeah. Uh, like, it's almost like a Doppler. Yeah. Yeah. Doppler effect. I, you know, one thing that I kind of missed, like you look at albums from this era, 
and then you go into like the later eras. The, there's like a whole story on the back of this record. Oh yeah, the back of this jacket, like about like who the players came from. And and what I love is it refers to other songs that aren't on this record. Like this, you know, they got this drummer because they heard of his amazing drum solo on, or it's an Arabian drum solo on the Boomerang Polka. Arabian? Yeah, the Arabian drum solo. I guess an Arabian theme type. Drum it had solo. a little little yeah. little doombeck in there. I I guess so. Yeah. On the boomerang polka, it was called. Mm-hmm. Wow, they touch a lot of cultures there. <laughs> Arabian boomerang and polka. And pol- yeah. Well, you know, I mean... Middle- it sounds like quite a buffet, actually. You know, Eurasia is a continent, really. There's a Pangea. We, yeah, we draw, <laughs> we, we draw a line down between Europe and Asia. But when you're a kid, you go, that's just one continent. Exactly. That's one big... Li- if I can get in a car and drive across the whole thing... That's right. That's one piece, yeah, of, that's, that's one piece of ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've only divided it on... In cultural reasons. It's true. Rob, tell me, in those songs that are left, what seems like a good polka to hear? Well, why don't we try it? Let's try the Boomerang Polka. That's, Is it on here? Yeah, it's side two, and it's Man, track four. Some of the th- This is, has some of the best polka uh, titles I've ever heard. Crazy Goose Polka. Mm-hmm. Chew Gum Polka. Yeah. The uh, Stomping in the Lily Patch stomping, Polka. Stomping in the Lily Patch Polka. It's like... <laughs> There's like that, uh, you know, the, 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 I forget what show, but they're talking about how like Christian rock is just pop, but they take, substitute Jesus for baby. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. That's yeah. how Aretha Franklin got started. Yeah, and polka is just they take a word and they put polka on the end. And that's a polka. <laughs> All right, so this is the War Pigs polka. polka. Yeah, exactly. See? War Pigs <laughs> <polka. laughs> Actually, that's a great idea. We should do that. Like, it's, it'd be like ska bands where they take everything and turn it into <laughs> yeah. ska. We could turn it all to polka. This is it. This is it. So we're going to hear the Arabian drum solo. But you think they'll let him do it again? They're like, no, that drum solo is executed by Chester Filipiak, one of Chicago's dynamic polka drummers. Don't be... I mean, he's doing a lot back there. He's he's putting his heart into it. Yeah. Almost you, like know a what, march. you know what song made these guys popular? What? It's also on this album, the Alcatraz Polka. Ooh. You gotta wonder if they just throw a dart at a at a board and they're like, we'll call this this because how how would we ever know yeah. that this would have anything to do with boomerangs? I don't know. I want to hear the, the drum solo. Ooh. They almost did it. Yeah. It better not be. I I wanted like a big breakdown, like Moby Dick style. Yeah, yeah. The hi hat's going, and he starts playing with his hands, and you're like, "What is going on?" And Robert Plant's like, "I, I, I, I." (laughs) That would be the greatest. That would be Zeppelin polka. Yeah. The song remains the same polka. Brian Yard style. It's a Brian Yard polka style. See, now when I was a kid, we had the Boomba. Remember the Boombox? Yes, yes. Like my family would get together on Christmas and we'd play records like this, and my cousins would dance around playing a Boombox. Yeah, those. I really want one of those. Glenn has one. They pop up on the on the uh, the Craigslist one. Really? So yeah. Let me know next time. Yeah. I, I want one. It's one of the only Pennsylvania cultural instruments ever made. Okay, that, ladies and gentlemen. It. He snuck that in. Yeah, he he didn't really have a drum solo there. 
but that's okay. I, I, I'm a little disappointed. I was really expecting something more epic than that. That's all right. I'm going to put that right there. You can, you can help me out with that later. Yes, here, I'll put it in here. You know, Rob, sometimes I think we're going to have... I don't speak the language, but all of this is in English. So I barely speak that language. Yeah, so it, it, it may not be perfect English, or it may not be English at all, but we'll see. I just have a feeling about this. I don't know if it's 45 either. I'm not wrong. Is Buster Poindexter going to sing this? <laughs> yes. This reminds me of like, uh, you go to like the, the Caribbean, they have like the street festival. They play that like Moko Jumbi room and they'll have like different languages over it. Is this English? I take it mean everything. It is. Pigeon English? I think it, I think it is. I think it's like a, like, he sounds like a like, Caribbean accent. Like second English ESL here. Yeah. Oh, I did it. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what that was made for. It, it's a perfect sound for that, actually. So this is apparently, it says the name is Soka Lover, S-O-C-A. So this is a Soka rhythm. Yeah. For those of you who still remember music from elementary school, this would be... And, and that was played often on the you play the TT on the top of the bell yeah. and the ta on the and edge of the bell. Yeah. T -t and the were different parts of For the you bell. drum nerds. <laughs> Rob, this is uh, Blue Ventures looking ahead. Mm -hmm. And on Huloy Records. Where's this from? Um Printed by Caribbean Graphics Barbados, made in Barbados. Yeah, I was gonna say, this is definitely Caribbean. So this is Barbados, Trinidad Coral Studio. Oh, recorded and mixed. Oh no, sorry. This is uh, the inner sleeve <laughs> to yeah, Aqua, yeah, which I wanted to get for my cop. Don't tell anybody that you I can smell the sleeves out. Yep, that's it. Trinidad and Barbados are the two countries. El espumante, espumante, hey! He's putting his heart into it. Because I love a lot of Caribbean will have, like they have a rum sponsor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Special yeah. thanks. Like, dude, Fernandez Bat 19 Rum, we're getting us through the sessions. Well, we had another Caribbean record from St. Croix or something, and it was a couple. And on the back, the whole back cover was an uh, ad for a Toyota Celica as the best-selling car in whatever. Yeah, in St. Croix. 
yeah. the finest car secret. <laughs> well, you listen, that's called creative marketing. You got to pay for that album. That's right. And Toyota was like, you need how much? $400? Here yeah. you go. Here you go. Here's 400 bucks. You got a blast in the back of that with the cell Connie Selica. Now I'd be like, I'd like 400 in the car. And we'll call it a day. Like, listen, I've sold tens of copies of this thing. I've made you guys money. I expect that vehicle. <laughs> I wonder what year this is. Does it say on there? I think it's 80s, but... Oh, it's got to be 80s. Maybe earlier than that. You know, it doesn't say it on here, but... I I can't... Oh, and oh, the other product placement is uh, Karib is beer, and she's wearing... The, the woman on the cover, the back cover, is wearing a Karib... A bottle opener necklace oh. with a bottle cap. No, this maybe, is the 80s. Maybe this was distributed by these liquor manufacturers as a prize. Oh. We found a bunch of other stuff. I've got a record that's from uh, Bickles, Tennessee Whiskey. You know, it's Well, th- like, this could have been like, send in your Korean bottle caps and get yeah. a free copy of Blue Ventures. <laughs> Yeah. Tired of looking at the Toyota Celica ads? How about a Kareem? That's right. How about Fernandez? That 19 run. Fernandez. <laughs> eh, Fernando. Well, it does also have notes on the back here. And next to Soka Lover, there's a W. And then there's a word up bent, which I believe means upbeat. And then there's a VVV <laughs> written on the back. You see that marker? Oh, yeah. I don't know exactly what that code means, but. Someone else did. Somebody else did. He's like, I need the VVV. Where is it? When he's spinning at the club. <laughs> the, tri- the triple V. Ladies and gentlemen, a moment of silence. It's time for 45 pickup. Oh, yeah. Well, seven inch pickup now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've Thank had too many, far me. too many 33s in a 45 Far pile. too many false 45. So, Rob, why don't you pick a number between 1 and 12? See, everyone always picks seven. I can't do it again. I'm going to go eight. I'll go eight. One more. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to go where everyone goes and go one more. Six, seven, eight. All right. I like it. I'm not going to use the 45 adapter today, Rob. And you have a choice. You're an animal. Oh, wait. No, you don't have a choice. Is the other side the... Chicken dance? It's part one and part two. Oh, I only so want to hear part one. This we may We may have to play both sides. Well let's see we, how compelling it is. We we didn't get to have a Christmas episode this year because oh, you know the podcast was on on hiatus. Hiatus. We were down in Barbados. <laughs> Stifle it, Edith. Edith, I'm on hiatus. I'm, I'm being hiatus. <laughs> but I we would normally play a full length you know story forty five on Christmas episode, right. and now I'm just looking at this and it says Luniverse Records. Wow, and play on words. Go. It is called the Flying Saucer mm-hmm. by Buchanan and Goodman, and there's part one and part two, but in the category over here it says crazy and novelty. So. Now, now, now the question is: Is this going to be like a 1984 thing, and does it predate 1984? Oh, you mean like they were getting? Yeah, they were serious? like, hey, we've got to jump on the ba- the 1984 bandwagon and have aliens landing. Nope, <laughs> they're having a party. We interrupt yeah. this record to bring Ooh. you a special bulletin. Ooh. The reports of a flying saucer hovering over the city have been confirmed. The flying saucers are real. Oh, I know what this is. Do you? 
That was the Clatters recording. Too real. We switch you now to our on-the-spot reporter downtown. Do. Come on, baby, let's go downtown. Take it away, it's John like a Cameron. Cameron. The Geeter. Uh, this is <laughs> John of. Cameron, Cameron downtown. Uh, pardon me, madam. Would you tell our audience what would you do if the saucer were to land? <laughs> Thank you. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So here's here's my theory. <laughs> Well, I get this back. <laughs> Here's my theory. We play backwards. Um, Has a great recipe for a lentil soup. It's now time for. No, no. we're not going to do back masking because I don't have the back masking table today. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Way to go. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. So radio stations used to take the hits of the day and put together these mini, either like a story or like a baseball game my dad has a 45 and it's from a baltimore station that was like a baseball game so they like so they take all the samples yeah they basically sample these little snippets that are supposed to make sense they're like you know you know case now casey's drinking it's like sherry berry wine you know (laughs) they just keep yeah they they find the word that they can plug in there yeah so i used to do these as a kid oh you did i I have some tapes where we my sister and i would do uh, jeopardy Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like a newscast where I'd be like, today the Russians have invaded. And it would be like, it's a mistake. <laughs> it's a mistake. You know that song, Yeah, right? I do. I do. A little down under. Yeah. So this is kind of dear to my heart now. Well, Adam, would you tell our audience what would you do if the saucer were to land? Thank you. <laughs> what did he say? gentlemen there. It's hard to tell. And the gentleman with the guitar, what would you do, sir? Thank you. Listen to that. What? That was the Pelican's Outer Space recording Earth. I've just been handed a bulletin. The flying saucer has just landed. We switch you again downtown. Uh, here we are again. We have with us Professor Sir Cedric Fentingmold of the British Institute. And the professor is approaching a saucer to see if there's possibly any sign of life aboard. Well, I'm sure something. Are you there? Are you there? Woo! Fast down the Don't sue us, Fats. That was Lapping Lewis's record. Knocking. Oh, laughing. This is John Cameron Cameron like on the spot. Summer. I think that and they're getting around copyright on this. <laughs> of the first spaceman ever to land on Earth. Hey, just for the record, we didn't do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now, here are the boats. We're going to disavow Luniverse. I feel like I'm having like a... The impact of seeing the it feels first spaceman like it. has little... this reporter... The fever dream. I'm going back to Frantic again. <laughs> really... Wow. The wavelength is just a brick. Yeah. That was the clatters They're again. like, compression, please. Huh. Oh, this is John Cameron Cameron again downtown. The spaceman has returned to his ship and is All right, we're almost off. done part one, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we're, now we're not, we're the only thing sure. I do want to say, though, is gone. imagine how hard it was no to make this. Like, now we could make this with our phone in five minutes. Yeah. This would probably be pretty difficult to make. Yeah, yeah. all the tapes. Yeah, they're bust splicing tape. Yeah. So kudos to Luniverse. For avoiding copyright. Yeah. I mean, you're right. That did take a that, long That a long whole process. side was like, what, two minutes? It probably took them like... Yeah, that side was two minutes and 30. The other side's only a minute 45. So we yeah, might as well yeah, come might back as well to do it. it. Yeah, yeah. But 
intermittently, we'll throw in another segment. Maybe. A new category, Rob, that I like to call. I got to get a piece of paper and write this stuff down. Yeah. No, it's, we're all writing it down as we speak. Have you ever hold, <laughs> have you ever hold, mm-hmm. have you ever heard of polka aerobics? <laughs> I feel like I'm about to. No, um, I can't say that I have. Apparently. I'm picturing someone in Liedenhosen and leg warmers. A mother and daughter team mm-hmm. named Elena and Lynn. Started polka aerobics? Have created something for you, Rob. I'm in. Oh, man. Someday. Can't wait for that. Dialogue on this, or is it just music? I'm wondering if we're gonna get some instruction. That's what I'm hoping for. Like on a, you know, like leg, leg up, leg down. All right, you're just warming up here. Yeah. This is the stretch song. Oh, that, that violin's a little flat. This is quite a front cover. Yes, if you'd like to see that cover, you can go to Who the Hell You Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, yeah, and I gotta say, Only if you want um, to. they had the stylists, the, the, the picture to describe it before you go see it. Yeah. Um, it looks like it was photographed by the photographer that did all the ABBA records. <laughs> and they're wearing some interesting outfits, and they have their initials on their shoulders a la Laverne and Shirley. Ooh. Yeah. You'll see a Lynn and Elena. Yeah. Yeah. This well, is, back then, you know, this is quite a quite a thing. You were the billboard. That is quite. Now they thing. just do it in post. Yeah. Do it. Fix it in post. Oh, and, and the pictures on the back. I wish that there was a video of this somewhere. Oh. Did you just hear that? Yes. That was it's like the violin. That was incorrect. Like over. <laughs> They're like, look, we hide the best polka band we can find. Like, listen, we only have enough money for one take, so get it right. Yeah, get it right. Wow. Well, Rob, I want you to hold on this cover just for a second. Just keep it over on your side of the table. Do you want any guess on the year? I'm going to guess 82. 84. 84, yeah. This album came out after Synchronicity and after Pyromania. I just want to point those two out. Well, we're going we're gonna to take a little journey, okay? We're going to jump in the middle and see if they're giving us any real instructions about how aerobicized we should be. Not there. No, you know what's funny? I've decided that I don't think it's actually exercise. It says Polk Aerobics, it man. It does. But I think that's actually the name of the band. Oh, no. Their special dance routines. Here, I'll, Polk Aerobics, conceived by Elena and Lynn, are special dance routines designed for the polka. All of you can have fun doing them. You don't even need a partner. No? Just follow along and bounce, clap, stretch, stamp, twist, and wiggle your bodies as you dance the Polk Aerobics to the happiest music in the world. Holy crap. So they're not really calling out like a square dance. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed, Polk Aerobics. I expected I to hear like, and, and lish, and, and go. Push. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get those buns in the air. 
Yeah, I picture like the I picture like the place that Marty McFly skateboards past. Yeah, 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 yeah they're yeah, blasting yeah, yeah. that. All right, yeah. now Rob, reaching that. Oh, there's there's a prize in there. There's a second record. A second record. I want you to tell us who it is, Rob. It's the song of Crazy Horse by J. D. Blackfoot. That's right, J. D. Blackfoot. I dare any of you to tell me who the hell he is. Yeah. Do you know Rob? I don't. I don't either. But you want to hear I've Been Waiting or The Song of Crazy Horse? I think we should hear The Song of Crazy Horse. Yeah. The, Isn't that the title track? It is. It's Here's the title track. That should be the be- title track for the zoo. All the posts. J.D. Blackfoot out. You took his land and Uh-oh. his corn. Bad move. And on his grave your land was born. Mm-hmm. You took his pride and you fed him dirt. Uh-oh. You wished him winter without a shirt. I really wouldn't speak like Rage Against the Machine. I won't lie savage. to you. I want this to rock. And after you crushed him, you helped him up. Anger is a gift. To let him drink <laughs> from an empty cup. You gave him the navy without the fleet. You made him lick your hands and kiss your feet. And you named this mad dog Savage. Uh-oh. Watch out. Here comes. Well, I found a book the other day. Oh, jeez. So I looked up red and white to see what it said. What a preachy book. <laughs> One was a savage, the you other unnamed. Want to look in the mirror? Or history has named you savage. Oh my God. Okay. I don't think it's gonna be rock. I thought for a minute Crazy Horse was like Neil Young. Yeah. But this is Tampan and Loot. This is like Rage Against the Windham Hill. <laughs> <laughs> On the fantasy label, everybody. Some good, good guitar, though. He's just warming up, Rob. This is I a 14-minute track. He's coming at it. If we want to listen to this for the rest of the show, we can. But that would be <laughs> it. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> do, do me a favor, skip ahead a little bit. <laughs> Wait, hold on, we just need to... We're only about a minute and a half in. We just gotta see at least where it starts to catch. Oh! Yeah! Go! In the year of 65, I was very young. Watch the dust clouds to the south. We knew hey. that you had come. I never say this, but so it's one of the most offensive bass tones I've ever heard on the record. The it is bold. It's very like, hey, where's the bass? Oh, right in my, in my face. <laughs> face for your face, for your face. See you later. Some I like the drums. I, I know, there's some cool fills. Well, he's a jazz drummer that decided to play rock and roll for a summer. Yeah. It's almost like Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is very Alright, so now we gotta figure out what year this is. In December of 66, you met me face to face. Well, it's after 66. Yeah, I was gonna say, definitely after December 66. <laughs> I'm gonna put this... I'm gonna guess it's squarely somewhere in the late 70s. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say 74 again. I think we were having a 74 kind of day. Okay. I'm gonna go 77. If you'd like to take the over under, yeah. the hell are your podcast Instagram? Yeah. Bet now and win never. <laughs> That's right. All right. 
What did you say this guy's name was? J.D. Blackfoot. J.D. Blackfoot. J. I'm assuming he's a Native American. I'm assuming too. It says Benjamin Franklin Van Devort, born in Cleveland, Ohio, 1944, grew up in Tennessee and Maryland. Glen is where I found this. There's no, there's no, um, there's no uh, sleeve. But this is called the Song of Crazy Oaks. 1973, Rob. Oh, look at that. I was off by one. Oh, here's look. Here's if the I was on the prices right, I would have been over. You would have been over. Yeah. I would have been over too. Oh, look at the cover. Yeah, got yeah. The, the buffalo on there. Yeah. The cover is cool. It's got like a, a buffalo. He's staring right at you. Well, we'll we'll try to put this. We don't have the cover. We're just going to put the record label itself. But we've got Song of Crazy Horse right away. I've been waiting. Miss Sa- Miss Sally. <laughs> Hold on. We got to just check that out. Yeah. This one goes out. Wait a minute. Hold on. I can't see the grooves. There it is. Hey, it's a blues, Rob. Love me some one, four, and five. Yeah. Oh, he's talking to the drummer. So you can come on anytime. Yeah, I'm started. Where are you guys? <laughs> Typical drums. The drummer's tuning something. She had a stack of records. This is the same guy. I don't know. Like track one, I want you to be profound <laughs> and and really lay it out for everybody. And by this track, they're like, let's see about this girl. Maybe it's the bass player. Somebody say that bass really. It's, it's, like a, it's like a PV bass sound. It's yeah. very round in the middle. And it's just like, like very pointed. Yes. He's probably using a Rickenbacker. Yeah, look at the pick. Yeah, we're definitely with a pick. That's not a finger. I mean, the bass has its own. Right, I'm sorry. It's almost like a carved acoustic bass. Yeah. All right, so. The Song of Crazy Horse by J.D. Blackfoot has a 14-minute opening track, which sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I'll have to give him that. But now, it's time for... Part 2 of The Flying Saucer. That's right. We're back for more. This is our... uh, We'll just call this our uh, surrogate Christmas episode. That's right. Rob and Dan have surrogate Christmas. That's right. Here we go. It's our... Almost in time for Valentine's Day. Wow. We are not going to interrupt this record. <laughs> Please be the last thing they say. I have to yes, sample we are. Oh, yeah. The flying saucer has landed again. Washington. The Secretary of Defense has just said... Ain't that a shame? <laughs> that was Skinny Dynamo's record. That's a shame. Skinny have you seen Dynamo's. John Cameron okay, Cameron that's... Part 2? Gathered around me are several of the spacemen. Tell us, have you come to conquer the world? Now that they are discussing shop. And now would you repeat what? that in English? Wait, 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 wait. What was that? <laughs> that, was, that was somewhat backmasking <laughs> the tape deck, I think. Washington Secretary. Sounded like a, a snare spinner. Can you, can you, uh, we can't oh, wait. wait. It's uh, Jabba the Hutt. 
Booter, booter. Warmly are several of the spacemen. Tell us, have you come to conquer the world? And now would you repeat that in English? Don't want the world to have <laughs> <laughs> why don't you do my That's an amazing. That's an amazing. We return you now to our studios. Here is a news item from Washington. The president has just issued a statement to the spacemen, and we quote. That was Pa Gherkin's record. Yes, that was not Pa Gherkin's. Downtown. <laughs> this is John Cameron Cameron downtown. Uh, Professor Cedric of the British Institute, tell us uh, how were the saucers able to land? Where do you see the motor cool down? The heat went down. That was Huckleberry's recording. <laughs> Motor cool down. Uh, this is John Cameron cool Cameron again. I believe the spaceman has a final parting word. See you later, alligator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We return you now to our studio. The spacemen have gone again. But look to the skies. The saucers will always be there. Always be there. <laughs> wow. Goodbye, Earth <laughs> people. Oh my god. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That is... That was good. That was something else. So, we don't really know what, who produced this. It does say Luniverse Music. That's what it's published under. And Buchanan and Goodman. Do we dare, Rob? I, I, do, I, I will. I'm Rob, would to. you do the I'm honors the, uh, yeah. of just Buch- finding out Buchanan who the hell Buchanan and, and Goodman are? I bet they're they, DJs. That's just my first. That's my. That's my guess. I bet that, they're in jail for copyright infringement. <laughs> see, I, wish, I, I need to get that sample though, where it says, "We will not interrupt this record." I have to get that sample. That's going to be the next addition to the. He's putting his heart into it. Oh my god! Hi, Kiva. Uh, you want to take a guess on the year of? The flying 62. It was actually 1956. 50. That's but uh, not believable. Now, but I want to read this. This is from the, the wiki, the Wikipedia. I want to read this, so it's interesting because this is kind of, we've been joking about this, but ready? It's wide use of sampling prompted music publishers to file suit against Buchanan and Goodman in July of 56. Two men were also criticized in media of the era with an anonymous source telling Billboard, quote, if we can't stop this, nothing is safe in our business. Wow. While the quote firing saucer was not the first record to quote that famous songs, blah blah blah, it was Cool Cool Whalen by Babs Gonzalez. It was the first popular record to sample directly from the records themselves. Comedians made fun of their own predicament by issuing the follow-up song Buchanan and Goodman on trial. Wow. By November '56, the novelty song had stood up in court, being labeled as artful and clever. A judge refused to issue an injunction prohibiting the sales of the record. Essentially, the record was considered new work. This made it legal for artists to sample existing records. A practice has become very popular in subsequent years. Right. So then, how come we had to wait till Vanilla Ice sampled that to be like, well, no, you can't sample music. You can you can't sample one piece of it. But that's what I don't understand because you figure he sampled basically the the baseline. Yeah. And then, but it's also like, how did Petty sue the Chili Peppers? Like, cause true. Because of, of the chord progression. Well, and and Paul's Boutique has the most. Oh my gosh! Lifted samples. It's like all Zeppelin and yeah, yeah, right. But I, I, yeah, I don't. That's the kind of. This is the kind of history you're going to get here yeah. on uh, Luniverse. I mean, who the hell are you podcasting? <laughs> 
Who the Lunaverse are you? Who the Lunaverse Flying Saucer Part Two are you? So we'll put this in the archives. Yeah, that, that's a good one. It is. We'll, so we'll now we got to find the other one, though. We got to find the. We Gonzales, have to find them. The go to court. Yeah. Oh yeah, we do have to find the Buchanan Goodman. Go to on trial. Well, you know, we'll, we'll look that one up. On trial, for what? You get nothing on me. That's right. Simpson DNA. That won't hold up in the court of law. Watch out, Rob. What's happening? I think the flying saucer is landing here now. Or someone's very heavy synthesizer. <laughs> Sorry, that, we've stepped into a synth Get that war. side. Delve into a new flavor. A new development of cheese. Doritos, Galaxy Invader. <laughs> Spicy cheese, Galaxy Invader tortillas. Me- Meteor Gold from Meteor Seven. Yeah, oh, I want it to rock now. I don't think there's any drums on this for some reason. I feel like this is the all synthesizer. Is, the reason music. is boo. Yeah, the that reason is, is no. Yeah, you lost me at no drums. Well, Rob, this is synergy. It sure is. Electronic realizations for rock orchestra. So, I don't know. Is that translate into guy living in his mom's basement? I just want to ask. It's not really Asking nice. for a friend? It was recorded at House of Music in West Orange, New Jersey. That House of Pie? 1975. Ooh, 75. I can give this to Jason. Come get your record. Jason, you'll enjoy this one. He's putting his heart into it. I like there's an, this. Is this the song synergy? Um, this is track one. Side one? Side. Uh, I put on side B. Side one has the second track on side one is Slaughter on 10th Avenue. Oh. What is this? This is side B, track one. Synergy. This is the title. Oh, this is the title track. The title track. L- ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, the title track from Synergy. <laughs> Synergy. Electric realization of the rock worker starts to drop my phone on the floor. <laughs> uh, I wonder what that bass response was. That was the sound of an iPhone hitting a mic stand. What I do enjoy is they told they say what they used. This is scary. Um, I'm getting scared now. Do you know who taking the bass? You know out who of recorded it? this? No, it's not scary. Take a guess who recorded this. You mean like the engineer? Yeah. Miles Standish. Uh, no, a biggin. Uh, John Clearmountain. Bob, Bob Clearmountain. Clearmountain. And you know did who, I get it right? You did, Bob Clearmountain. And Holy you know who mastered crap. it? Bob Ludwig. Bob Ludwig. Of course, Bob Ludwig. Would Bob Ludwig it. touched everything. <laughs> and it was mixed. Oh, this was mixed, mixed on the Sansui quad system. What? Yeah. So is this a quadraphonic record? Uh, I don't think it is, it would say, right? I, it normally does. Yeah, but didn't quad records just still play? They on, will, just in a weird way. Yeah. Oh, and I wasn't even kidding. It's an ARP 2600. That thing was a tank. That's my clone upstairs. Yeah. Correct. That's that Behringer G. I mean, this has tons of stuff. This has got Moog and Oberheim and... You know what? I want the Emu sampler. The one in Ferris Bueller's Day Off where he's like... Ooh, ooh, oh, yeah. Ooh. That's a That's classic. a real synthesizer. I know it. You can I bet get they're worth like, a, Can you get them expensive or like cheap? 2500 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you find an ARP 2600 that works. Might as well sell your car. It's big well, enough Synergy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I wanted, Bob Clearmountain. I wanted to get that on there because it's been sitting around in the archives for a while. So, Synergy needed... I've been playing this for my students. And it has the font that makes it look like you're a little bit buzzed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It has. It's like, like the, the wobble. The wobble shirts. Yeah, the shirts that look like you were fuzzy. Yeah, and you're like, what's going on? My, wait a minute. Why is that? What did I eat on the bill on the boardwalk that makes me look like that? <laughs> that wasn't part of the deal. Well, Rob, have you ever heard of the Adrisi brothers? I can't say I have. Adrisi? Is that like De Bruno Brothers? Yeah, yeah. They make a, a good charcuterie? Ch- charcuterie Brothers. Yeah. No, but they're on the Buddha label. Yeah, they are. And it's the beginning of Starsky and Hutch. That is stuff. not an offensive baseline at all. Yeah, right? Oh. That's buttery. Yeah. It's like... This is... I picture, like, the cops sliding across the hood of the car. <laughs> Mighty fine bass playing right there. I like a little pop right here. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every other one, he's gonna pull, he's gonna pull that in one string. Here comes right once again, uh, right here. Yeah, every time. Listen, if it's good, make it consistent. Yeah, yeah. Rob, you've never heard this song, have you? I mean, I've heard this song, but right. I've heard this song. This song, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. This is why it's fantastic. Look at that cover. <laughs> um, the one brother looks like um, what's his name? Looks like um, looks like Barry Manilow and uh, now uh, who am I thinking of? Who's saying um? Kind of looks a little bit like. Uh, Antonio Banderas. But he has a shirt that says flying. No, he looks like Neil Diamond. Oh, uh, yeah. A little, a little bit like Neil Diamond. That's what it is. He kind of looks like Neil Diamond, yeah. No, I, looks, think, I think the band is just Neil Diamond and Barry Manilow. I mean, if you look at this picture, Rob, you've got two Adonises in the foreground, and you've right. got this Dusenberg oh, white yeah. wall in the back. And just and two. Divided by the pool. Two pine trees. And two, two palm trees. Palm trees. And a rainbow has been made by the, the record being in the cover for oh, 40 right. years. And oh, it's yeah. created this brown, turdy rainbow. That's kind of what we're seeing. Do you want to check out this cover? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, your podcast. Do some birds on the back, too. Oh, yeah, look at that. That's when they had, like, tubes coming out of the engine as the exhaust. Right. It was just, like, bending like right onto the ground. Yeah. Drag behind it. Well, this had to be Not a to big point deal. out a list of drug use, but there was a significant amount of cocaine use in this record. I was just gonna say, if you if you read the back and you're like, mix it or uh, recorded in Nashville, mixed in London at Trident. Ooh, Trident Studio. Yeah, but that's where that's where um, uh, Orem was uh, got into doing stuff. Hand lettering by Mike Manuglian. No. Manugian, M-A-N-O-O-G-I-A-N. How would you pronounce that word? M-A-N-O-O-G-I-A-N. Manug. Ladies and gentlemen, you've come to the Manugian of this show. That's right. May all the Dusenbergs be with you. And the Adrisi. May all the Polkarobics be at your doorstep. Thanks, Rob, for coming out. Always a pleasure. We're going to see you next week. That's right. We'll be back. Keep on. Walk right on in. Strut 
Send in your Kareem bottle caps and get a free copy of Blue Ventures.